Hello and welcome to the Mission Next podcast brought to you by American Dream U. American Dream U is a nonprofit organization that is centered around helping provide a seamless transition for those who are transitioning out of the military into civilian life. American Dream U provides programs that provide military veterans and families the connections to the world's best coaches to help guide them on a highly rewarding life after the military. Now, past contributors to American Dream U have included the likes of Tim Ferriss, Chase Jarvis, Aubrey Marcus, Ryan Holiday, Charlie Hone, Ramit Sethi. The list goes on and on. You will be hearing from the likes of these people on this podcast on a weekly basis, so please subscribe. Please stay tuned. Now, you can find more information about American Dream U at www.americandream.org. Please check out American Dream U on all the social sites, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, etc. at American Dream and the letter U. Now, with that, here is today's episode of the Mission Next podcast. Enjoy. called the Combat Veteran Voice Writers, LLC. And what it is is since 2008, um, I've had done court reporting and transcription services, mostly by contract for the federal government and some local governments, but then also uh, other agencies uh, or other, um, maybe 5% in the, in the other realm. <laughs> but most, so the majority is with uh, contracts that I been able to be awarded with. Awesome. So what branch of the service were you in, uh, Jennifer? I was uh, Army Reserve for 30 years and on active duty the last about four four plus years in support of uh, global war on terrorism in Kuwait, Iraq, Afghanistan, Qatar, did some time down in Gitmo with the commissions, uh, some time in the D.C. area um, doing various uh, senior enlisted and um, court reporting missions. So then uh, they wouldn't let me deploy anymore. So I decided 30 years was, was going to be it for me. Wow. Awesome. So when so when did you transition out then? In 2009. Okay. Uh, I actually retired, but in 2008, I came off active duty. In February of 2008, I came off active duty and began my company at that time. Okay, so you went. I had been. I knew I'd be coming off active duty at some point, so I was. I had already been thinking about uh, for the last year and a half what what was I going to do when I came off active duty because I didn't want to go back to doing what I had been doing before, which was selling real estate for the previous five years. Okay. So, so let's talk a little bit about you know your retirement and what you had did while you were you know in active reserves and what led you to starting your own business. Well, when I was uh, deployed, I was deployed as a uh, senior paralegal uh, to Kuwait, and uh, they also sent me to court reporting school um, to because there was a shortage of court reporters in the theater and. Um, also, I wanted to learn. I'm one of those people who tries not to stop learning. 
uh, new things. I've had a lot of different careers, if you will, during my life, so it was nothing unusual for me to go do something else new and, and something different. I always like different challenges. Um, so I went to court reporting school with one honor graduates. There was two of us who were kind of tied. So um, I went back to, after I finished that, of course, I went back to my duty station overseas and did, I was a senior court reporter in theater for quite a few other reporters. I also helped uh, teach other uh, court reporters voice recognition uh, because the Army wasn't at the time really teaching that. Uh, they just barely gotten into it. And, and what I was learning is I knew people were doing it successfully in the commercial world because I'd done some research, and yet the Army wasn't doing it as successfully. Uh, so I tried to learn on my own what it was that was different. And then what I did is I used that knowledge to become better and to help other people become stronger and more skilled voice, voice, we call them voice writers, because it is different what we do than just using voice recognition. Gotcha. So talk about um, being a lifelong learner, because I think that's, that's really important. Well, I just, uh, my personality type has always been I need, need to be challenged in my life. Um, so I accept different things that may seem at first to be adverse, and maybe I kick my feet a little bit at first, <laughs> but then I realize, well, this isn't going to go anywhere, this is where I'm at, so just go with it and see what you can get out of it to help you, because I've looked over my life as, uh, as you grow older, and you can look back on, you know, decades of your life, you can see, okay, well, me in particular, I didn't um, stay with anything, any one thing in particular. I always grew and bettered myself and and used the resources I had available, for instance, GI Bill, et cetera, to get an education, to get my degree, and um, just look at situations as even being deployed. I wanted to be deployed that long because I was single, no children, so for me it was it was a chance to allow somebody else who maybe had a family to go back home. Uh, which is what happened at one time, and in, one of the gals, her son, had been in a car accident, so it was nearing the end of her deployment, deployment, so she was able to go back home early, and I went in to fill her slot up in Iraq for the last uh, four or five months that she would have, she didn't, they would have been short, a court reporter, um, allowing her to go home and, and take care of her um, help her, her husband take care of her son, you know, until he could get healed from the injuries he had sustained. So being able to allow others, you know, I always um, try to work things so I can help other people as well because, you know, we're not on this planet alone and we help, the more you can help each other, just the better off you are and the better outlook you'll have on life as well. Um, so. Awesome. That's awesome. So, um, <clears throat> so talk about kind of your mindset and starting your own business, right? You're a realtor. You maybe weren't all all that happy with that, but talk about what was your your mindset and starting your own business and and what you did to self learn and self educate yourself to start that business. Sure. Um, yes, I was, knew I was not going back to court reporting, and I made sure of that by buying a, a two seater convertible. 
for when I got back home. <laughs> so I wouldn't have to take people out to show them home. That, uh, again, that was one of those where it kind of, I, I fell into it the way the circumstances worked, and I went ahead and did that, even though I never considered myself a salesperson. But I felt like, well, houses kind of either they sell themselves or they don't, you know, and that wasn't something that you really have to sell the product, so to speak. Uh, it's more about selling yourself because you want people to use you as their realtor. So that was a real, um, another one of those learning experiences that I've been able to take because you have to, in other businesses, as in mine, I still have to sell my, myself or my company to be awarded contracts or get the work, etc. So again, that was a learning experience and one I'm glad I don't didn't have to go back to. But uh, knowing that I didn't want to do that, I had started formulating a plan in my head of what was I going to do when I got back off active duty and decompressed. And because the Army had provided me the, the beginning training of court reporting and I had met so many individuals uh, in many, many services, joint because of all the joint services that you know we worked with, and um, had a good reputation within the community as a court reporter for the services I provided and the team effort that I you know always put, made a team effort with things that we did things together and, and worked on projects together to help each other. We always uh, jumped in where it needed, even if it wasn't strictly in my discipline of court reporting or paralegal work. I, I did some other things, too, as one while deployed. So I um, had looked around and at the industry of court reporting and saw and talked to people, read blogs at that time. Uh, there wasn't as much social media during, during uh, 2006 and seven. And then when I, uh, I had an opportunity to go to a high-profile position that I had already been deployed so long, I didn't feel like that was a good fit. So I did take a small break and then went to commissions and did commissions for a year and then knew after doing some research uh, while I was at commissions that I wanted to go ahead and try starting my own business because there's a lot of freelance court reporting opportunities out there. What I did not want to do was chase lawyers down the street and get them to pay because notoriously from what I read that was a difficult thing to do for those in the civilian practice. So I began right away also researching how to fill out contracts, you know, how to do that, or <clears throat> how to apply for contracts and, and fill out solicitations. And one thing that helped me with that was because of my reputation with the commissions, et cetera, and people that I had met, um, my name came up to a prime contractor that wanted to bid on a big job and have myself, my company, ended up having my company be the subcontractor to do all the court reporting and transcription work for that part of their contract, the bigger overall contract. So I was able to work with that with them early on in preparing the solicitation that had to go. So that was a huge learning experience for me and you know, really helped me out a lot. Even though we weren't awarded that contract, I was able to get the knowledge of what was needed in the uh, you know, in your bid proposal 
so that it looks professional and it gets across the information that's needed for the contracting officials to make their decisions and hopefully select you as the as the awardee. Wow, that's awesome! It's awesome. So what, that's what, the, I'm go, sorry. Go ahead. So I just to say, so that's kind of the direction I started going with was bidding on these contracts, and I just bid on anything that looked like I could do. It didn't matter where it was. If I was going to have to travel and maybe spend some of my own funds to do that just to get my foot in the doors over here and also using my service-disabled veteran status and woman-owned business status for as many, to leverage those as much as I could to get networking as well as um, using those for contract awards and trying to get uh, contracts set aside to those um, to those areas as well. Awesome. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, what have been your biggest challenges so far in starting your own business? Uh, I think uh, one is getting help that is um, that is reliable and as dedicated as you are. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, I do give people the benefit of the doubt for a couple of times, but then when I get burned. I just can't go back, and I feel bad because I really try to work with people and say, you know, I try to give feedback to people and say, this is how you could do better because I, I want everybody. There's plenty of work to go around in our industry, and there's many of us who can be successful. It just, it just don't have to come to one company. I, I don't. It doesn't bother me when bids go to others, especially other service disabled. Uh, veterans that I know that do the same business, have the same type of business, because there's work for everybody. And but that to me was one of the, is one of the hardest things is is finding good people, which I have found a lot of good people. But then even more so, having to let them go because I really don't want to have to do that. But I can't, as a business person, be successful and have people that don't meet deadlines or don't produce quality work up to the standards that you've already you know, um, communicated. Things. So to me, that's probably been the most frustrating area. Yeah. Okay. So so where do you see your, your company in the next five years? <laughs> well, I get to the age now where I'd like to be semi-retired <laughs> in five years. So, um, you know, for me, I'm not trying to build a big, huge empire over the the next five years. Last year, we we did over double what what we did the year before, the amount of work and the amount of uh, gross income, and I was able to help so many more um, individuals earn an income by having that so much by having that much business to go um, I'm hoping this year will be just as good um, it just you just never know but I would like to be able to because I've identified a few of the independent contractors that have been working with me I would like to somehow transition the business to them over the next within the next couple of years because my company does have such a good reputation within the community that, that comes to us, we get so much business now by referral. Uh, and there are agencies, and there are agencies that will contact their other agencies or they'll say, hey, we need help with this. And that agency will get back to them and say, well, we've used this company before, Combat Veteran Voice Riders, and they've done a superb job for us. They're on time. You know, the rates are are comparable or better and 
and so try them out. And so a lot of work we've gotten from the Navy, in fact, has been word of mouth from the other naval offices. So because I'd like to keep the reputation out and keep the business going, if there's, I need to, uh, that's one of the things I've got as a goal for the next, over the next, this year, is talking with people at SCORE and those kind of uh, areas to find out how do you, how can you transition a business to somebody else? Um, because I would like to help somebody else become a business owner who isn't now. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. So let's talk a little bit about, I just want to ask you a question. So um, what part of the country do you live in? Uh, right now, I'm in Mesa, Arizona. Oh, Mesa, Arizona. Okay, so let's say I, I packed the Cardinal Stadium with 80,000 men and women um, who are 12 to 18 months out of transitioning. And they're very uncertain about what they're going to do after they get out of the military. And I gave you three minutes. What would you say to them? Well, one of the first things I think anybody needs to do is they should try to find the ability to do what they enjoy. Uh, the reason I enjoy court reporting and transcription is because every case is different. There was never, I, I enjoy the court reporting and I've done it for longer than probably any of my other career choices because I, it keeps me challenged uh, with diff, the different things, but that's also been all, uh, additional challenges as a business owner. So you, not everybody needs to become a business owner, nor are they skilled to become an owner, but you can still do what you enjoy for somebody else. Uh, and so, you know, find the passion if you can. I mean, a lot of people talk about that. Um, but even just, you want to be able to, you want to be able to get up and enjoy going to work, even if it's in, in your slippers down the hallway to your home office or if it's you know, on the freeway to a job. I would suggest, you know, finding finding that and pursuing it through either training or networking or uh, a formal education if you haven't had that. That can be very important. I don't think education, formal education is always the answer for everybody at that time. You need, the timing has to be right. I didn't get my education. Uh, my um, degree until I was uh, 30, so because I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I still never did. Evidently, because I changed careers so many times. But don't be afraid to start something, and and then decide, hey, that doesn't work for me. Because I've also done some things like that, and said, well, you know what, this wasn't. This is more of a hobby for me. I'm not going to try to make this a business. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know if that would be helpful for anybody or not. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. Anything else you want to you want to share? I think just trying to stay positive about your circumstances. I mean, we all have difficult days and things, but trying to look at the the positives and how can you turn this around and and also help other people uh, because I think that's a big thing to keep your spirits up and keep you feeling fulfilled. Make it's not all about making money. Uh, I know maybe some people don't want to hear that, but from my perspective, it's not all about the money. I, um, I'm glad that we have a good income so I can share with other people in different ways, my husband and I. So don't always think of it. I would say get outside of yourself and don't be thinking about everything about for what you can do to make money because you're not going to find real happiness and fulfillment with that as a goal. 
That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. Um, really enlightening, and thanks for 30 years. Wow, in the uh, in the military, that is awesome. And I hope in five years, when I touch base with you, you will be retired, and you would have figured out a, a great way to hand off your business to someone who might want to take this over, and um, and 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 keep continuing on what you're doing. So. Really appreciate it. I told my husband I will probably be one of those uh, working retirees and having to do something because I don't really sit around real well. And even if it's, and I do have some hobbies, so I don't just, I'm not just a workaholic, even though I am at times. Right. I do, I do have other outlets um, to make sure that I'm working both sides of my brain, which is important. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to just figure out how to use one side of my brain sometimes. Awesome. Hey, take care, Jennifer. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. I uh, appreciate it. No problem. Good luck with everything. Uh, I okay. appreciate it. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the American Dream U Mission Next podcast. If you're interested in finding out more information, please find us online at www.americandream and the letter u.org. You can find us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, etc. All at American Dream and the letter U. Again, we thank you for tuning in and we will see you for the next episode.